This is the Washington State Indivisible Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cox. This week, we take a break from our regular programming to bring you our very first Washington State news quiz, something we are calling Sound Off. We have three hilarious panelists on hand to join in the fun. 47th LD Senator Mona Doss, 42nd LD Representative Sharon Shoemake, and writer for the Seattle Independent paper, The Stranger Rich Smith. We hope you enjoy. It's next. Welcome to Sound Off, the Washington State news quiz. We're so excited to be doing something fun tonight, and we hope you're excited too. Special thanks to Adam Belanoff, Jack Meyerberg, Jeff Fortson, Robin Gittleman, Kevin Jones, and Louise Pathé. And hello to everyone, whether you're watching here on Zoom or over Facebook, or if you're going to be seeing this via live, uh, Facebook Live or on YouTube, or if you're listening to the podcast for Terrestrial Radio, we're so excited you're here. And before we get started, we wish to acknowledge that we live and work on the ancestral homelands of many indigenous peoples here throughout the Pacific Northwest. So tonight we're taking a break from our usual programming to bring you a news quiz type of show we've created just for progressives here in Washington State. We've got three amazing panelists who you all see in front of you, whom Stefan will introduce in a moment, but first a couple orders of business. Uh, it wouldn't be me if I wasn't trying to lay down the law. So please stay muted if you could, uh, but also please keep your cameras on because your energy is going to be feeding us as well. Also for our fill in the blank game, we're going to need someone from the audience to be our judge and you, that judge, will uh, decide who has the funniest answer. So if you're interested, please try, type judge into the chat box and we'll just pick someone at random. Yep, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We're going to be snarky, but kind. That's exactly right. And with that, I turn things over to my good friend, Stephen Cox. Hello. Hello, everybody. We are so excited about this. Thank you so much, Kat. Thank you to everybody joining us here tonight. Uh, as Kat said, we are so excited to be having some fun tonight. So let's just jump in and meet our panelists, starting with Senator Mona Doss. She represents the 47th LD, and she owns and operates her own mortgage business, Moxie Money. She's also the coiner of the term Monavation. So for that and a million other reasons, she is Awesome. Everyone, welcome. Senator Mona Doss. Hello. Hello. How are you, my friend? So good. Excellent. I have to ask you, so it was a very busy and extremely, actually very productive session. What have you been doing in the off session? Traveling. Yeah. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you know I've been traveling all over the place. I just got home last night. Happy to be back in the Pacific Northwest, right in time for the next heat wave. I knew that you were traveling, and it was not because I was stalking you. I, I am friends with you on Facebook, uh, and you were on vacation in Austin, so we, we talked a little bit while you were there. What was we your favorite did. part? The barbecue. I had barbecue once, <laughs> at least once, if not twice a day for seven days. It was amazing. This is what you do. I have had barbecue for breakfast in Austin. It is fantastic, and honestly, you can't go wrong because if you do barbecue poorly in Austin, you got a business, right? That's right. That's so right. I have to ask what your favorite barbecue was. Please. There was a place called Mucklethwaite or something like that. It's across the street from the famous Franklin's and it's just locals. And a, a friend of mine lives there. So she took me there. Oh my God, it was unbelievable. So if you do go, it's called Mucklethwaite or something like that. It's literally across the street from Frank Franklin's. 
Love it, love it, love it. I am an Ironworks guy. They're right downtown. The brisket, the beans, potato salad, wash it down with a Shinerbach. You can't go wrong. So listen, since we don't have buzzers for this game, we have asked every panelist to provide a noisemaker for when he or she wants to answer a question. So Senator Doss, what is your noisemaker? Can we hear it, please? It's a candle and a salve. I'm just going to bang them together. That's all I got. It sounds I don't very meditative. I, I, I like that. It's, it came directly from a spa, and you're just going to bang them together. It's a love candle. It says love on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're so glad that you're here. Welcome to you. Uh, next up, let us meet our friend, Representative Sharon Shoemake. She represents the 42nd LD in Whatcom County on the Canadian border. She is also a professor of economics and energy policy at Western Washington University in Bellingham, and she is hilarious on social media. Hello, Representative Shoemake. How are you? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. We are so glad that you are here. And uh, as I mentioned, you are a professor at uh, Western Washington University. Do your, I, I meant to ask you this before. Do your students know that you're a state rep or, or are you just Professor Shoemake to them? So I teach environmental economics. And when I first started teaching, I got all these students that wanted to like reclaim salmon and like do all these like ecology projects. Now they all want to run for office. Um, so I think they know. And the ones that know anything about local politics have now decided they all want to take environmental economics. Although they, they do well, but like, I, I think that they also want to get to know one of their state representatives, all, you know, 12, 22 year olds that think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say snarky things about, you know, do they ever come and lobby you for things? But I love the fact that you are inspiring people to run for office. I think that is absolutely fantastic, right? Yeah. Um, inspire me, really. That's so cool. I, I have to point out something that you tweeted recently. So Speaker Lori Jenkins came to Bellingham and you introduced her to something called the Bellingham. This is something I did not know existed. So now you have to tell us, what is the Bellingham? It's just a dumb joke we all make. Um, <laughs> we have a flag, and Bradley Lockhart designed this flag. He has strong opinions about what a flag should be. He's a graphic designer, and he started up a store of, like, Northwest goods. And one of the things is just a gigantic belly ham cut off, and it's a ham with a bell in it. And it made my six-year-old, like, fall over laughing when he saw it, and he got the pun. I love it. I love it. I, next time I'm up there, you're going to have to introduce me as well. So, and finally, our friend Rich Smith is joining us. He writes about politics and arts for the Seattle Independent Paper, The Stranger. He is one of the best journalists in the state. And like our other panelists, he is also hilarious, but he does it for a living. Hello, Rich Smith. Hello. How are you, man? Um, so, I, I, you know, I have to ask you, you honestly work harder than any writer I know. And especially during parts of the pandemic, it seemed like you were just writing around the clock, especially during the Black Lives Matter protests. How did you hold up during that time? Oh, a little uh, cocktail of uh, fear and guilt and um, uh, and running and just running away from tear gas. Like, you know, I <laughs> would much rather write a blog, you know, <laughs> than get a face full of tear gas. A lot of times I was doing both. Uh, also, you know, just coffee and I try to get I try to get sleep. I envy you. I, I am uh, 50, about to be 53. Uh, sleep has left the building for me in my life. I have no idea if it's ever going to return. Um, something else I've always wanted to ask you about is a stranger's voice as a paper. Um, I keep trying to come up with a metaphor for this. It is like if the if the Atlantic um, hosted a Charlie Sheen roast, right? It's somewhere in that in that delta there. Did you have to learn that balance as a writer or did that just come naturally when you started on? 
you know, I think that part of it was just it came naturally because it that the tone uh, and the intensity matched uh, certain dinner uh, table conversations I would have with members of uh, members of my family. But also, you know, there's a lot of just kind of ripping off Dan. <laughs> well, he was the one. Yeah, he was the progenitor of the of the voice. So we owe it all to Dan. So what is your noisemaker that you brought tonight? It's uh, okay. So that's it. So every time we hear nope. We know that Rich is going to ring in and will be answering a question. And also, I should point out that we have our audience judge, Jen Carter, is going to be our audience judge tonight. We're so excited about that. So let us begin tonight. We are starting with a game called Cat's Quotes. Uh, so, Cat, can you explain how this is going to work? Uh, I'll read a quote of someone from the news in or from Washington State. Stefan will ask one of the panelists who said it. If he, if he or she gets it right, they get a point. If they miss it, another panelist can steal by sounding their noisemaker. All right, perfect. So what is our first quote, please? Not our best game, not our best tournament. We didn't have it today. Too many errors from us. It sucks. Senator Doss, that is a quote from a Washington athlete talking about her soccer team's loss to Canada in the semifinals of the Tokyo Olympics. Who is the athlete? Did you say soccer? I did say soccer. Megan Rapone? You got it. Megan Rapino, but we will definitely accept Rapino, that because you knew who she was. Yeah. Exactly. Good, good Sorry. Point. Score a point for Senator Doss. Uh, the women's soccer team did, however, go on to win the bronze, which is something that approximately every other living person on the planet has never done. So yay, Team USA, is what I say to that. Cat, uh, what is our next quote, please? Who wants a Skittle? Representative Shoemake. This was said by a Washington-based mega-billionaire to his brother as they made their way into inner space on July 20th. Who is he? Well, it's got to be Jeff Bezos. Right? It does have to be Jeff Bezos. Correctly. <laughs> correctly answered. Um, and, you know, you would think with that money, he would have at least hired a copywriter to say something profound, something along the lines of one small step for man. Anybody else surprised that he didn't come up with something profound when he was up there rich? Were you surprised? Not surprised at all. In fact, I was kind of impressed with the brand uh, drop. You know, <laughs> Skittles probably paid for that. They probably did. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Kat, what is our next quote, uh, quote, please? It was a landmark when you came down Highway 99. Rich, that was Dylan Newworth, creative director of a sign-making shop called Western Neon, talking about the recently removed sign for what now defunct Seattle car wash. Uh, the pink elephant yes, car wash? Yes, sir. Boom. Love it. All right. Um, I, I have always driven by that and wondered how a car wash business lasted for 70 years in a city where it rains 80% of the time, but <laughs> we just got the latest climate report and now, maybe now's the time to think about getting back into the car wash business. Boop. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Okay, so uh, Kat, what is, I saw some very sad faces as I was making that joke. I have to put my whiny face on. My parents are worth $2 million. That is our next quote. Senator Doss, that was 22-year-old Maxwell Berry, who assaulted three flight attendants on a Frontier Air flight. While he yelled about his parents' net worth, his fellow passengers restrained him using an unorthodox method. What was it? Oh, I didn't read about this. Um, maybe someone sat on him. All right. That is incorrect. Anybody want to steal? Nope. Okay, Rich. I think it was tape. Yes, he was duct taped. He was duct taped to a CD. Did anybody see video of this? It was actually very satisfying. They taped over his mouth. It was the last thing that they did. Um, <laughs> I was told that the tape cost two fifty, two two dollars fifty cents, which is way less than two million, but a solid investment, as it turns out. Cat, what is the next quote, please? Can't sugarcoat it. Failed coup attempt. 
Representative Shumake, that was a tweet from Washington Attorney General Bob Ferguson referring to the recent revelation that acting U.S. Attorney General Rod, uh, Jeffrey Rosen was pressured to declare the 2020 election corrupt. Who pressured him? Uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. Yeah. So Trump said, uh, quote, just say the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me. And I, I really I spent the last couple of days trying to think of something funny to say, but it really was just a string of invectives and sobs. And so we're just going to leave it at that. And Kat, what is our next quote, please? <laughs> we turn life's lemons into lemonade. Rich, that is the business motto of an eight and 12 year old pair of sisters who recently started a floating what on Lake Union? It's a lemonade stand. Yes, sir. It is a lemonade stand. Outstanding work. Okay. They apparently earned $581 in one weekend, which is not nothing. Um, did any of you have uh, like a lemonade stand as a kid? Yeah. And they were 10 cents, but someone would always come by and give me a dollar and I felt like a million bucks. So every time I see a kid with lemonade stands, I pull out like, you know, up to $5 worth of cash just to make that kid's day. We had the same thing when I was a kid and we lived in the middle of nowhere. And so we just stood out there and nobody came by, nobody came by. And finally, this really cute older woman in a, in a Corvette came by and she bought like a cup of lemonade and left us at 20. Oh my goodness. We were so happy. And that was in 1970. So anyway, uh, cats that, uh, that will do it for cats quotes everybody what is up next is our washington centric quiz which we are calling what do you know about blank cat can you explain the rules on this please yes indeedy it's like the first round only with multiple choice we'll ask a question of each panelist if they get it right they get a point if they miss it someone else can steal whoever sounds their noisemaker first and this week we're playing wait for it what do you know about Bob Ferguson? That is right. Bob Ferguson is Washington State's 18th Attorney General. As the state's chief legal officer, Bob is, per his website, quote, committed to protecting the people of Washington against powerful interests that don't play by the rules. So, you know, every single member of the previous administration. Let's start right there. Representative Shoemake, how many lawsuits did Bob Ferguson win against the Trump administration on behalf of Washington State? A, 37 B, 22, or C, 43? I'm going to say 43. Uh, that is incorrect. Anybody want to steal? Okay, Senator Doss. 37. You are correct. That is right. Bob has filed more than 80 lawsuits against the Trump administration, and of those that went to court, he won 37 times. 22 of those decisions are final and cannot be appealed because, and I cannot stress this enough, Bob Ferguson is a freaking rock star. Okay, Rich. Uh, one of those lawsuits blocked Trump's fifth executive order, which was signed significantly on January 27th, 2017. What did that executive order attempt to do? A, rescind DACA, B, ban travel from seven Muslim-majority nations, or C, reverse the ACA? B, ban uh, uh, travel from seven uh, Muslim nations. You got it, my friend. Bob asked the United States District Court for Western Washington to declare the, the ban unconstitutional, and it did. And, you know, Trump learned his lesson, and he never did anything unconstitutional ever again. The end. Senator Doss. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I cried a lot writing this segment. Senator Doss, previous to becoming our attorney general, Bob held which elected office? A, King County Council member, B, state representative, or C, solicitor general? 
Hey. Yes, you got it. That is correct. Bob served as a member of the King County Council for nine years, leaving in 2013. He received send-offs at the time from fellow council members Kathy Lambert, Reagan Dunn, and Pete Von Reichenbauer. Why are these people still in office? This is a million years ago. Can we do something about this? I hear there's an election this year, people. Okay, Representative Shoemake, which of these is true about our Attorney General? A, he writes thrillers in his spare time. B, he was one of Time Magazine's most uh, 100 most influential people. C, he holds a law degree from the University of Washington. Or D, all of the above. I just want to pick D, all of the above. Well, I would have too if I had been in your shoes, but that is not true. Does (laughs) anybody want to steal? Okay, uh, Senator Doss. My noisemaker keeps changing. Um, it was the law degree from UW. No, I'm sorry. That is not true. Rich, this is yours to take, man. Could you read the... Um, uh, a, he writes part. thrillers in his spare time. Uh, B, he was one of Time Magazine's 100 most influential people. C, he holds a law degree from the University of Washington. Or D, all of the above. C and D, of course, have been eliminated. I'm going to go B. Yes, indeed. That is correct. He was one of Time's most influential people in 2017. His law degree is from NYU, and his undergrad is from UW, and he does not write thrillers as far as we know, although, as Kat pointed out, he does have children. So, hey, maybe that's in his future. Seems thrilling. Uh, Rich, Bob is a baseball fanatic. At how many of our baseball parks has he seen a game? A, all of them west of the Mississippi, B, every stadium in the American League, or C, every MLB stadium in the country? All of uh, A, uh, West of the Mississippi. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Anybody want to steal? Okay, Senator Doss. Okay, so I think all of the ones in the American League. That is incorrect. So, (laughs) (laughs) Representative Shoemaker, it's all yours. You want it? <laughs> the last one left. He's seen them all. He's seen them all. He's went to. He's gone to every stadium in the country. He took a road trip with a college buddy once and saw a game at every single one because, again, he is a freaking rock star and does nothing by half measures. Senator Doss, Bob is also an avid climber and has summited the tallest peak in how many of our nation's states? A, all of them. B, twenty-eight or C, forty-five. And how many? I'm going to go twenty-eight. That is incorrect. Uh, Rich or uh, Representative Shoemake? No guess? No guess from either of you? It's either all of them or 45. Oh. Nope. Oh, uh, uh, 45. That is correct. Yes, Bob has summited the highest point in 45 of 50 of our states. And I tried very, very hard, you guys, to make a Kansas joke here. But did you know that our flattest state is actually Florida? Their highest peak is 345 degrees. Unless I'm getting this wrong, Representative Shoemaker, you're from there. Um, I was going to make a disparaging remark about Florida, but I'm not going to now that I know that you're here. Do you know if that's true, that their highest peak is 345? Um, I don't know how tall it is. It's up in the North Panhandle somewhere. All right. Well, so there you go. All right. uh, so, Representative Shoemaker, we will stay with you on this one. True or false, Bob is an internationally rated chess master. True. That is absolutely correct. He also won the Washington State Chess Championship twice, the first time by the time he was 18. Is anybody else starting to feel inadequate at this point in our quiz? Uh, Rich, which Republican did Bob Ferguson defeat to become Attorney General? Was it A, Rob McKenna, B, Dino Rossi, or C, Reagan Dunn? A, Rob McKenna. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Anybody want to steal? Okay, Senator Doss. Dino Rossi. That is also incorrect. So, oh, man. so Representative Shoemaker, would you like to just come on in and okay, there we go. So <laughs> Reagan Dunn. There we go. So Reagan Dunn. <laughs> that is exactly right. Because because of course, as we know, Dino Rossi only loses elections to women. Oh.
That's four times. true. That's four true. times. Yeah. All right. Here. Good point. That gets that right. Actually, let's do this one. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Doss, the proper title when referring to the Attorney General is A, Mr. Attorney General, B, the Honorable, or C, His Honor. I think it's honorable. You are absolutely correct. Okay. And this last one is a free-for-all. So the first person to sound their noisemaker and answer, uh, you will get a, a point of the answer correctly. There's only one answer here. How do you refer to more than one attorney general? Nope. Yeah, Rich. Attorneys general? Yes, sir. That is right. My, my, my grammarian grandmother is smiling on you right now. That's exactly. That reminds me of that wonderful uh, Onion headline. It's uh, uh, William Sapphire goes into a Burger King and orders two Whoppers Jr. I have always loved that joke. That's a great joke. Okay, cool. so Kat, can you give us everybody's scores so far? I can. Uh, Trout is trouncing Hamster at seven points. <laughs> hamster with five, and Moxie's got four. All right, Trout. Well, he's the man to catch at this point. So uh, it is time now for a game I'm very, very excited about. This is Washington Cards Against Humanity. Kat, can you explain the rules, please? It's like regular Cards Against Humanity, but instead of a pre-written answer, Stefan will give you a line and you fill in the blank. Whoever has the funniest answer wins a point. And this is where Judge Jen comes in. Yep. To judge who has the funniest answer, we'll have Jen make the decision. That's exactly right. So uh, Jen, are you with us? Can you unmute and are you ready to go, my friend? Yes, I am ready to go. Oh my goodness. And Jen, of course, is a hospital commissioner and is just an all-around awesome person and also does CrossFit, so do not mess, is all I'm saying. Yeah. So here we go. Here comes clue number one. We will get answers from each of our panelists, and Jen will determine which is the funniest. Number one, the CDC has determined that people who refuse to get the vaccine suffer from a psychological condition called blank. The CDC has determined that people who refuse to get the vaccine suffer from a psychological condition called blank. Senator Doss, what is your answer? Martyrdom. Martyrdom. I like that. Okay, very good. Representative Shoemake, what is your answer? COVID-19. Yes, they suffer from COVID-19. Yes. And Rich Smith, what is your answer, my friend? She totally stole my answer. So I'm going to go with uh, uh, (laughs) COVID-20. All right, Jen, you get to decide who gets the point on this one. Um, I think it's going to have to go to the best answer that would have been voted by two people. We'll go with Representative Shoemake with COVID-19. All right. Very, very good. (laughs) Wise choice. Okay. Sliding scale. That's all on a sliding scale. Exactly. So uh, number two, short of canvassing. Now we are deep into an election season here. So short of canvassing, the most effective way to reach voters is to blank them. Short of canvassing, the most effective way to reach voters is to blank them. Rich, what do you say? Pay them. (laughs) Okay, I like that. Senator Doss. Tweet in all caps. (laughs) Okay. And Representative Shoemake. Open a microbrewery. (laughs) Oh, Jen, I don't envy you on this one. Who had the funniest response? (laughs) Um... As motivated as I am to give the point to to the senator, it's going to go to Rich. The best way to get him is to pay him. Absolutely right. Okay. (laughs) Congratulations. Very nice. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Number three, uh, in the 2022 legislative session coming up next year, Republican lawmakers have signaled that they will prioritize blank. In the 2022 legislative session, Republican lawmakers have signaled that they will prioritize blank. Representative Shoemake, what's your answer? 
So be prioritizing equitable access to COVID-19. <laughs> okay, very good. All right, Senator Doss. They're going to prioritize losing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Rich, what do you say? I'm going to say mud flap regulation. <laughs> <laughs> these are all or fantastic. These are okay. So, <laughs> so, something that Bradley Clifford did. That's just <laughs> this is, so really. You're just drawing from life here. You're not yeah. exaggerating. You're drawing from life. So Jen, I don't envy you here. Who had the funniest response? I'm throwing this energy into the universe. We're going to prioritize losing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. Fantastic. Okay. Great. Okay, so uh, number four, if I were a castaway on an island, all I'd need is food, water, and blank. If I were a castaway on an island, all I'd need is food, water, and blank. Rich, what do you say? My honest answer to this question is YouTube cooking videos. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go with honesty. Representative Shoemake. My very pandering question, answer to this question is bipartisanship. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. I like that. And Senator Doss. Mine's a little bit of Beyonce. Hey, <laughs> oh, but a little lemonade. We're calling right back to the, yeah. A little call, bit of lemonade. Calling back go. to lemonade. Okay. So Jen, you've heard the answers, my friend. What say you? I, I got to go with Mona because I would agree. I'd like to take a little Beyonce with me. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I like that. It'd pick up my spirits when I'm living on an all-crab diet, crab and salt water. Okay, so number five, behold my new cocktail, the 2021 Teeny, vodka, soda, and just a splash of blank. Behold my new cocktail, the 2021 Teeny, vodka, soda, and just a splash of blank. Senator Doss, what do you say? A little bit of Pfizer. <laughs> okay, very good. All right, Representative Shoemake, what say you? Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Okay, I like that too. Very nice. All right, and Rich, what do you say? Go with burnout. Burnout, yes. Thank you very much. You're speaking my language, my friend. Yes. Uh, the Behold my new cocktail, the 2021 teeny vodka soda, and just a splash of blank. Jen, who had the funniest response? I think Rich got it this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not wrong. We're all burned out. I'll give it that again. Okay. <laughs> Number six, housing prices in Washington are so out of control. Anybody? How out of control are they? Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, anybody who is my age and watching Match Game growing up. Housing prices in Washington are so out of control, blank just sold for a million dollars. Housing prices in Washington are so out of control, blank just sold for a million dollars. Representative Shoemake, what say you? Hamster legs from a UW science experiment. Hamster legs from a UW science experiment. Okay. That's very specific, and I love it. Okay. And uh, uh, Senator Doss, what do you say? Double espresso with oat milk. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. It's artisanal. Uh, And Rich, what do you say? I'm going to say a pea patch off Aurora. <laughs> okay. All right, Jen. You're turning several shades of pink there. I'm loving it. What? what, what who, had the, who had the funniest? I wish I knew more about Seattle inside jokes so I could laugh at the pea patch off Aurora. So I got to give it to that hamster maze. Yes. Yes. Representative Shoemake. I love it. Outstanding. Okay. Number seven, the Mariners have announced that for their next season opener, Blank will throw out the first pitch. The Mariners have announced that for their next season opener, Blank will throw out the first pitch. Rich, what do you say? I'm going to say outgoing Seattle City attorney Pete Holmes. <laughs> okay. Very good. Nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. They just, you know, they misjudge. Sure, yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I like that. It's, it's a nice send-off. Uh, Representative Shoemake, what do you say? 
the Kraken, but they don't just throw out one ball. They throw out all eight of them. You know? Yeah, yeah, the Kraken. Okay, good. I like that. And uh, Senator Doss. I'm going to go with Wonder Woman. Oh, nice. I like that. Very nice. Okay, so the Mariners announced that uh, for their season opener, Blank will throw out the first pitch. Jen, who had the funniest response? That really made me laugh, but I think I'm going to say na-na-na-na to Pete Holmes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Very good. Bye, Pete Holmes. Okay. Here we go. Number eight, the most surprising. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but of course, Prince, during his lifetime, recorded thousands and thousands of hours of unreleased music, and they've just released the first of many to come of posthumous albums. The most surprising thing about Prince's first posthumous album is all of the songs about blank. The most surprising thing about Prince's first posthumous album is all of the songs about blank. Representative Shoemake. Uh, all the songs about clean energy. She wore a solar panel beret. I love it. I love it. That's good. We won't get sued, I don't think. That's good. Uh, Rich, what do you say? Let's say uh, meeting needs and expectations and committed monogamous relationships. That would be a departure. That would absolutely be a departure. Nicely done. Uh, and then Senator Toss, what do you say? Burgundy rain. Nice. Burg- oh, I, I tried to sing that. That did not go well. Burgundy. <laughs> Okay. Burgundy okay. beret, you know, all those things about Burgundy. He just apparently loved Burgundy. Okay, very good. All right. So, Jen, what do you say? Who had the funniest response to the most surprising thing about Prince's posthumous album is all the songs about blank? First answer that popped into my head was celibacy. So we're so, going to go yeah, to the yeah. thing okay. and go with Rich. Can Jen steal? I don't know. Can we, can we give Jen a point? <laughs> we should no, definitely. No, I think monogamy point. is good. We're, we'll go with Rich's answer. Okay, so we got monogamy. We'll go with Rich. All right, very good. <laughs> Two more to go on this round. Uh, number nine, in a shocking turn, the stranger endorsed blank for Seattle mayor. In a shocking turn, the stranger endorsed blank for Seattle mayor. Rich, I'm going to save you for last on this one. Uh, Senator Doss. My old opponent, Joe Fain. <laughs> that would be a surprise. That would be a huge surprise. Uh, Representative Shoemake, what do you say? I think it's going to be good space guy. Yes, thank you. I was hoping somebody would say that. Thank you. I almost said that. That was a good one. <laughs> and Rich, what do you say? We almost did endorse it. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the dog that Seattle Times publisher Frank Blevins shot in 1999. Never forget. <laughs> that is a seriously deep cut, man. Okay. He shot a dog. He shot a dog. <laughs> It was his neighbor's dog. Wow. His neighbor was a lawyer and sued him. 1999. I, I, I love hanging out with you, man, because I learned things. That was amazing. <laughs> I, I was hoping to get a, maybe, can we get a D.B. Cooper reference in there as well? Maybe? Yeah, awesome. yeah. D.B. DB can get it too. Yeah. <laughs> Make him the mayor. <laughs> All right, Jen, who had the funniest response to? In a shocking turn, the stranger endorsed blank for Seattle mayor. Got to tip my hat to Good Space Guy. Yes, I think so. I think that's the right answer. All right, very good. And then finally, number 10, and we got another one coming. During the heat dome, it was so hot. How hot hot was it? it? During the heat dome, it was so hot that my blank melted. Okay, so Rich, we'll start with you on this. During the heat dome, it was so hot that my what melted? Literally my studio apartment. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear about that. Senator Doss. (laughs) My ego melted. <laughs> and Representative Shoemake, what say you? It's not true, but I'm going to hope that it's my Republican seatmate, Doug Erickson's climate denialism melted. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Terrific answer. All right, Jen, you're going to bring it on home. Who had the funniest response? 
It's impossible to melt Mona's ego, no. so I'm going to go with Representative Shoemaker. Yes, that was a good very good. Okay, thank you, Jen, so much. That was awesome, my friend. I, Thanks for having me. That was fun. <laughs> I appreciate you. Well, you, don't don't you go too far because you're going to be a contestant coming up here on one of these shows if we do this thing again. All right, so our next game is called. Got to warm up the old fingers here. Name that Washington tune. It's like me, me, me. Now I was going to name this. Uh, name that Washington tune. But then I would just have to go someplace very far away and die of embarrassment. So it is Name That Tune, Washington Edition, or Name That Washington Tune. Kat, can you please explain how the rules work? Yes. Stefan will demonstrate mad skills by playing the melody of a song from a band or artist who's either from Washington or currently based here. If at any point you think you know you know the song, raise your hand. For two points, name the artist and the song. And for a bonus point, name the city they're from. If you're wrong, another panelist can steal by sounding the noisemaker. If you don't have the name of the city, uh, you don't have to name the city, but you must get the song title and the artist. We're really pushing hard on this one. If none of the panelists can get both, we'll open it up to the audience. And the first person to type the correct answer in the chat box will get an audience point. And we have a ringer out there tonight, and you know who you are, my friend. Okay, so here we go. Let's begin with song number one, and we'll just see how this goes. I I don't really play this thing, but let's try this. Oh, we got Rich, yes. Is it Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden? Yes. And for an extra point, what city are they from? Seattle? Yes, sir. Booyah. That is three points for Rich, showing us how to play the game. Okay, here we go. Another Washington-based band. Listen up. Here's the bridge. a big chorus everybody get your lighters out female group feel led by two women rich how can i get you alone by I don't know. Okay, well, I think we're going to. Heart? It is heart. That is that is okay. So the title, okay. So the title is alone. Cat, we need a ruling. Can we give it to Rich for uh, for the for the title on that? I think excessive wordiness is allowed. Okay, very good. All right, okay. we'll allow. Okay, so here we go. This one should. Oh, ideal- you forgot to ask the uh, bonus point. City. Oh yeah, what what is it? What what city for a bonus point? Tacoma. No, they're from Seattle. They, they, oh. Honestly, it's a, it's it's a, it's one of those things where it's like they're mostly from Seattle, as I found out. Okay, here we go. Rich. Purple haze. Jimi Hendrix. 
He's from Seattle. Yes, and 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 he's buried in Renton. And if you haven't been there, it's actually really really cool to see. All right, so here we go. Moving on. This is something from a, a much more recent catalog. Let's see if we can get this one. Who rang in first on that one? Oh, Rich did. did. Did you? Okay. It's Macklemore. What's the song called? Ceiling Can't Hold Us or Can't Hold Us? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Trout is cleaning up on this round. Okay, this one I think is going to surprise everybody involved. Where is he from, Trout? He's from Seattle. That is correct. Yeah. His crew, if I remember correctly from songs, like to hang out on Broadway. Yes, yes, with his posse. All right, here we go. Okay, Representative Shoemake. Kenny Loggins from Washington State. Yes, he is. Yes, it is. Yes, correct. And it's it's a real long shot, but can you name where he's from? You know what? Evidence points towards Seattle. Uh, that is, yeah, you would think, and that would be the logical choice. It turns out he's from Everett. Who knew? How about that? So there you go. That might have, I don't know, the Boeing connection might have inspired that song. And we have, uh, we've got two more songs. All right, here we go. <laughs> You'll get this one. Foo Fighters. Yes. I don't want to live like this forever. Forever. Well, hell, forever is the name of the song. It is not. Anybody want to steal? It is Foo Fighters. Anybody know the title of the song? Does anybody in the audience want to steal? What is the title of that song? You can get an audience point if you steal right now. Anybody? Yes. Okay. Maame. Maame, congratulations. You made it tonight. I'm so excited. Okay, so that is a point for Maame. That is Everlong by the Foo Fighters. And we've got one last song. And boy, this this whole segment has gone just about as well as I thought it was going to. All right, here we go. And, and the city for an extra point? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. All right. Very good. Well, Trout cleaned up on this one, but there's still a chance to come back because we have one more game, and this will be our rapid round. Kat, can you tell us how it is played, please? Indeedy. Stefan will ask 10 news questions. Whoever sounds his or her noisemaker first and answers correctly gets a point. All right. Very good. And here we go. Uh, just raise your hand or ring your bell if you know it. Okay. So this is open to all of you. Which city attorney is currently in third place in his re-election bid? Uh, that would be Senator Doss. There you go. That's a point for Senator Doss. 
Number two, light rail service is slated to be extended by 2023 to which city on the east side of Lake Washington? That is Rich. Bellevue. You got it. Point for Rich. Whoops. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three, Washington State's Nevin. This is a tough one. Washington State's Nevin Harrison won a gold medal in a new sport featuring what kind of floating vessel that you row? Okay, Rich. Canoe. You got it. 200-meter speed canoe was the event. The Seattle hockey team that took center ice for the first time this year is called the what? Okay, Senator Doss. The Kraken. Yes. Congratulations. All right, very good. Uh, on Friday, the uh, Seattle police fired two officers for participating in what? Yes, Senator Doss. The insurrection yeah. on January 6th. Yeah, that is absolutely right. Uh, number six, this rocker's childhood home in Aberdeen just earned a spot on Washington State's Hera. Yes, okay. Uh, Monodas. <laughs> Kurt, um, oh my God, Cobain. Yes, you got it. Come as you are. Correct. All right. Number seven, what Washington weather streak just ended last Friday after 51 days? Rich? It's like uh, with no rain. Yeah, no that is rain. right. That is exactly right. And uh, number eight, a Seattle-based mind reader named Peter Antiano uh, has advanced on which nationally televised competition variety show? Anybody know? No? Anybody in the audience? Steele, his name is Peter. Oh, yes. Uh, so, uh, uh, Mona. Did you say it was a TV show? Yes. Uh, Jeopardy? No, it is a, no. It's, it's a competition variety show. Anybody oh. know? His name is Peter Antiano. Uh, America's Got Talent, says uh, Stefan number two. <laughs> Stefan number two. Very good. I think I know you. All right. And number nine, uh, Oprah Winfrey just sold a home for $14 million on which Washington? Okay. Uh, Representative Shoemake. Orcas Island. Correct. 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 Okay. And then uh, finally, number 10, trolling Republicans extremely hard. President Biden showed up to a press conference on Friday wearing what color suit? Yes. Uh, Representative Shoemake. Tan. Tan is right. It is time to start an 8-6 commission. Oh, my goodness. That was fantastic. Okay, so, Cal, let's tally up the score now and see uh, see who won. In third place, demonstrating supreme moxie, is Senator Mona Doss, Yay. everybody. In second place with 13 points is the hamster, Rep Shumake. <laughs> And blowing all of us out of the water with a whopping 27 points is Trout. Yes, 27 points. Dominance. Congratulations. That means this week's champion, grand champion, trivia champion, Grand Washington trivia champion. We have not come up with a title yet. Let's crowdsource it. That is Rich Smith. Uh, any words, Rich? I'm, uh, I think we're all winners uh, to participate in the inaugural uh, game show, and I hope to be uh, invited back on uh, eventually whenever we do trivia to the death or whatever. <laughs> yes, it will be a fight to the death. We're going to do Hunger Games style next time. I don't know if we mentioned. Um, so, uh, Kat, we had two audience award winners. Who were they? We did. Uh, well, we had uh, your anonymous friend yep. at a point. Yep. Uh, Judge Jen scored an honorable point, mm -hmm. uh, honorary point, and Mame scored one point. So the only official point of a known individual is Mame. Mame, all right, fantastic. And what does Mame win? 
Mama, you and I will connect and I will send you a bunch of indivisible swag. Well, this has been just tremendous. We have had an absolute blast tonight. And uh, Senator Doss, we got you two minutes ahead of schedule. So we're going to get you out of here on time. Thank you, everybody. What a fun time. We want to thank you so much. We want to thank uh, Representative Sharon Shoemaker. So much to you. Thank you, Rich Smith. And of course, uh, the producer of this show is the amazing Kat Pipkin. Thanks also to my wife, Lori Colwell, for helping out tonight. And thank you to everybody for joining us tonight. We, uh, we hope to do this again. It was a lot of fun. So everybody, uh, any final words, Kat, before we head off? May the odds be ever in your favor. And that's going to do it for this week. Thank you again to our awesome panelists. Special thanks to Adam Belinoff, Jack Mayenberg, Jeff Fortson, Robin Gittleman, Kevin Jones, and Louise Pathé. The executive producer of the Town Hall series is Kat Pipkin. The website for the show is indivisiblepodcast.org, and the email address is indivisiblepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at IndivisiblePod. The Washington State Indivisible Podcast is a production of Get Creative, Inc. Special thanks to Lori Colwell. And as always, my thanks to you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.